The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Jean. Yes. I know that your wife is British. Yes. Have you ever watched The Great British Baking Show? Oh my God. We have watched every series of The Great British Baking Show. They now have like four or five of them on Netflix, but we did that before. We actually went online, probably illegally, and connected my <laughs> laptop into our, and watched. And the reason why is because our uh, her family, her sister and her husband, they love that show. They, you know, were always big fans of it. Um, so the answer is, yeah, it's a great, fantastic show. And it's so British, that show. It's That's what's so, so great British. about it. Yeah. And so my question is, why hasn't any industrious TV... They've tried here in America. They had a, a spinoff in America on PBS. They I forget did? the name of it. Just didn't didn't go very well. I can't didn't, believe I know. it. You would think, particularly when the Food Network in America has chopped and all these, yeah. like, you know, really whatever, there's, there's something they could not capture... Um, the, the look and feel and the coziness and the, oh of, you know, it is, it is, it's a great show. And by the way, it is a national phenomena in England. Um, you know, the winners of that show become celebrities in their own yeah. rights. And all they're doing is making these unbelievable desserts. And it's a great opportunity for small businesses because I don't remember the exact statistic, but baking has increased <sighs> yes. in popularity so much. Right. That having like a little Etsy shop or something when you're selling baking supplies, Correct. books on how-to, blogs on how-tos. Oh my goodness. I just finished watching it on Netflix. There are only three seasons. Is it three on seasons Netflix. on Netflix? Okay. I okay. was so sad when I finished the yeah. third season that yeah. I went back and started watching the first season yeah. again. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that show, but it, it's so common. It is. It's it's very, very cozy. And they're very the the the, can, the people that are on it, they're bakers. They're just normal people. Yeah. You know, and they're so they're so not charming. Unbelievable. They're Is it unbelievable. just the accents? I don't know. I don't know. Plus, my wife has a big crush on Paul, you know, one of the judges. She has, She loves him. She just oh. thinks he is really good looking and really, you know. So. I don't like his personality. Uh, she she loves him. I like Mary. She's kind of oh, cute. I love Mary. Yeah, she's kind of cute. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with our first question. This is about running a B&B. Would you like for your next major business purchase to be paid for by credit card rewards points? Learn how you might be able to do that in Small Biz Ahead's new ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Business Credit Cards. In this free ebook, you'll learn how you can rack up rewards points for your next major business purchase or personal vacation, how you can use business credit cards so they won't affect your personal credit, and even how to keep employees from using their work credit cards for personal use. Just head over to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to get your free ebook today. Okay, we're back with question number one from Louisa in Yellow Springs, Ohio. And Louisa writes, I run a small B&B, pretty straightforward. Do I need to really take the time to craft a mission or vision statement? I'm not creative or great at writing, so that's not really something I want to spend my time doing. So my answer is don't do it then. No, I disagree. What? First of all, it's I, you know me, like I'm a pretty nuts and bolts kind of guy. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't get too, you know, whatever. It's just like I'm running a business, make me some money, support my family, you know, all that kind of let me go out and, yeah. you know, whatever. Right. Um, ask me what my company's mission statement is. What's your company's mission statement? It's to help our clients do things quicker, better, and wiser. But see, that to me sounds more like a tagline. That's our 
Hey, come on. <laughs> no, that's our mission statement. What are you talking about? So are tag- you like- talking about mission statement <clears throat> as a piece of branding? Or no, is- my that mission statement, I'll tell you why it's been really important. I don't know. Is it a tagline? Uh, come, now you're making me feel self-conscious. It is a, <laughs> it is, I call it our mission statement and I go back to it all the time when I'm feeling like kind of down about things, when a client is yelling at me, when I don't feel like we're very appreciated, when I'm, you know, when I talk to an employee and I want to try and get an employee like yeah. kind of like jazzed up, like, you know, cause like, look, listen, in the end, we're like installing software at businesses. It's not like, you know, we're not like changing the world, you know, but for me to say like, listen, we are helping our clients, small businesses do things quicker, better and wiser. That's what we're, that's what we're doing. That's what we're, why we exist. And that's helping them hopefully profits and make more money and provide a livelihood for their people yeah. and their families and all that. I see total I go back to value that. in that. I think we're talking about different things though. When she says mission statement, I picture her sitting down at her computer writing out like 10 pages on like why I'm running this business. Okay. Well then I don't see that at all. So okay. maybe, maybe that's the problem is that maybe we are, and, and you know, what's her name again? What Louisa. Louisa, right? From Yellow Springs, the Yellow River, Yellow, Yellow Springs, Snow, Ohio. Ohio. Okay. <laughs> she, Louisa has a, um, you know, it, it, she, maybe we're all getting confused about what a mission statement is. Yeah. She's thinking maybe like you, like I've got to sit there and write a book about the mission yeah. statement. I'm just saying, no, you want to have like one or two lines at most about what your company yeah, is okay. all about. So That's Louisa, the mission you, statement. You can take the time to do that without being a writer. Now right. let's think about what a BB&B's a BB&B a B&B's mission is then. Yeah, that's actually funny. I mean, let's brainstorm for her a little okay. bit, right? You know, like, you know, to provide comfort. You know, yeah, to provide to provide a home away from home, yeah. you know, to be to we want to be the kind of place you've always wanted to stay at. Yeah. You know, we want to you know, our our B&B is safe and beautiful and, and fun to be at, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. That's all that's yeah. all. And maybe it is a tagline. Maybe it is a marketing statement. I don't know. Or an You're ad really campaign. offended by the tagline. A little bit. Because <laughs> I'm like walking around telling everybody it's our mission statement. You're telling me it's like a marketing well, statement. No, like no, Don no, Draper no. wrote it or something. <laughs> it's not, that's not fair. That's our mission uh, statement. Keep it short and sweet, but have one. Have one so that you can go back to it You know, when a guest complains. You know, or yeah. a pipe breaks and you're like, why am I doing this? You know, oh, I'm doing this to provide an oasis for people that need an oasis because that's okay. what my mission statement is. It does ground you and yeah, it keeps you going. I think that's really helpful, like you said, with employees too, to be like, hey, this is why we're here. Yeah. It's to do, it's to provide a cozy stay in a bountiful breakfast yes for people. it's not just a job it's something a little bit more these people yeah. worked hard all week and they come to us for a weekend away to forget about their problems and have a great meal and whatever that's what, what we're doing is we're helping people and in the end that's what we're all you know we realize every business is again it's not like we're changing the world but we don't like to feel like we're contributing a little bit yeah. to it so if you come up with a short and sweet mission statement you'll go back to that frequently i now, do who would you go to to create a mission statement? Do you think that's something that has to come to the owner or could you work with someone else on that? I think it has to come from the owner. Okay. I really, unless you have multiple owners and you want to collaborate on what you want it together. But if you're going to do anything as the owner of the business, I think you should you know, take a deep breath and pour yourself a drink and say, <laughs> why am I doing this? You know, like, yes, I'm doing this to earn a living, but why am I doing okay, this. Okay, what's your mission statement again? To, to, um, <laughs> oh God, to, I always forgot it. <laughs> to enable our clients to do things quicker, better, and wiser. Okay. Okay. And That's we, we use that with technology. 
yeah. you know, because we sell different technologies to help them do that. And um, I think it is a good one. Okay, Louisa, you got to roll up your sleeves. You got to think of this one on your own, Louisa. Pour yourself a cup of tea. Yeah. Sit in one of the beautiful bay windows in your in your B&B and uh, come up with a mission. Yeah, statement. whatever you do, don't drink from that yellow river either, okay? I would stay away from that. <laughs> it's a spring, Gene. Oh, okay. Whatever. We'll be right it's back yellow. with Gene's word of brilliance. Did you know that more than half of the small and mid-sized businesses that fall victim to a data breach close within six months? It's true. And it's not just big businesses that are targets for data breaches. Small businesses are actually more likely target because of their lower security. Luckily, Small Biz Ahead has you covered. Our new ebook, How to Safeguard Your Small Business from Data Breaches, will help explain all the ways you can help protect your company from data theft. You'll learn about daily habits that could be exposing you to a breach, how to help protect company and customer data and credit card information, how to train your employees to help prevent breaches, and what to do if a breach happens. Go to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to download your free copy today. We're back, and Gene, we're ready for your word. Bakery scan. You know, we were talking before at our at our blowout 50th episode, right? We had donuts, lots of donuts that day as well, and it got me thinking about bakeries. So just recently, um, Samsung has released um, this product in Japan, soon to come to the U.S., I'm sure, which is a, um, a scan for bakers. And why it's important to businesses is this. When you go to buy a, something in the bakery, um, people like, to, you know, you can, you, you're used to when you're buying something in a food market, you scan it. You have the barcode yeah. scanner, whatever. To have a barcode scanner, it's got to be in a box. It's got to be in plastic. It's got to have the barcode on you how to scan it, right? Yeah. You go to a bakery or any other place where there's like sort of visual whatnot, you can't really scan. You're not going to put a yeah, barcode on a, on a loaf of a, bread yeah. Yeah, or, or donuts, you know what I mean? So you, you can't do that. Well, um, Samsung has created a scanner that can identify the baked goods and ring up the price for it just by a visual scan. How cool is that? Did you think of this before I brought up, brought up the Great British Baking Show? No, episode? this has absolutely wow. a complete disconnection to that. But we're now, as we're on the topic. You do have a donut hangover. It, it's a, like a donut hangover. <laughs> so they, so th this, you, you talk about this. Now, I don't even think the scanner could recognize anything on the British Bake Off, by yeah, the way. Because yeah, those yeah, things yeah, are yeah, really yeah, complex. Yeah, yeah. But it scans and you, it's a visual scanning thing. And the reason why that's important. That's for, so cool. Very cool for bakers because then, you know, they, they can, they can get doing things. Things quicker, better, and wiser, right? Yeah. You invest in a in a scanner like that, and they can get through more people faster in their store by just scanning this through instead of having to ring everything up. Yeah. But on top of that, if you're running a business that also has visual items in it that you're scanning that it's tough to put barcodes on yeah. it, then have faith because new generations of scanners are coming out. They're being put into practice right now in Japan that will be able to recognize the That's items so that you cool. sell without a barcode. Bakeries do have crazy slow checkout we have a bakery across the street i live in downtown philadelphia i'm not going to give the name of this bakery away but it is wonderful it's like renowned in philadelphia and it's a little french bakery and it's very popular i elizabeth buying something in the store it's like i feel like i'm orchestrating a takeover of wells fargo <laughs> it is they don't accept cash unless you pay like ten dollars that's a whole other topic oh, i want to yeah, scream yeah, yeah, yeah. if you use a credit card their credit card machine they lose it they it gets yeah. disconnected yep. they don't know the people that are working in the store they're all kids they're very nice kids but yeah. it's like please i'm begging you just bring up my order sometime <laughs> today so anyway bakeries for some reason seem very uh disorganized what when it comes to bakery? we get bread like almost every day 
from wow. this bakery. Like a few times a week, we get br- we get bread. bread. They have like a San Francisco sourdough loaf mm. that they make, which is awesome, and then they slice it for you. And um, you know, we're, I mean, we use that all the time. And then like you know, like on the weekends, we'll go there and get like croissants or whatever, and bring oh, it back. So and nice. It's like a really nice uh, bakery. Really cool. Small and Frenchy, like very yeah. French, like uh, mode. Um, but oh, my wife and I are like, oh, geez, your your turn to go in and buy it. <laughs> drives me nuts. Your turn to deal with the hipsters. Oh, it drives me nuts. Okay, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. We'll talk to you in a couple days. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.